0: 1240 AM WSBC. Welcome back, folks, to another week of the Hoolies Hoolies ah, Radio yes. Hour. This show is presented to you by Fox's Pizza in Orland Park in Mokina. Finest thin crust pizza in Chicago south suburbs. Mm. Go get yourself some lovely za today. Yep, Fox's. Flood Brothers Disposal. Garbage season is upon us. You know what every you know when every garbage every season's garbage season. Every season is garbage season. Call the Flood Brothers in this new year of twenty twenty four. If you've had garbage issues in the past, you always want to make your garbage better, don't you? Cleanliness. Right? Sure. Flood brothers disposal, call them. Madden funds. Let's all invest. Mm-hmm. Sock some dough away. Figure it out. In these times, if if something magical happens to you, you call Mike or Dan Madden. That's right. And you say, please, protect this, make it grow. Yeah. Get big for me. And Guinness Irish Stout. Guinness is good for you. My name's Patty Houlihan. I'll be your host all hour. Joining me as always to my left, my twin What's brother, What's happening? Bailey. It's wonderful to be here. Happy New Year. We Are you, made it. We did make it. We made it. <sighs> Any big new, we, and it was very kind of, very uneventful in my household this week. Not yeah. The, just me and Mike. She, my daughter Charlotte went over to her girlfriend's house. Mm-hmm uh oh, for new year's you mean yep eve for new year's eve yeah they got caught sneaking out walking around oh did they now Yep. yeah by the policia by policia oh really but nothing happened i didn't even know about it until the next day until uh, the girls who's the girl's father called me and he was like hey pet you know i got a call at about four in the morning uh, that the police grabbed uh, all the girls down at the end of the block, and they said they were going for a walk. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he just called their he called him up, and he was like, "Hey, come get these kids." Like, did you were you aware that they were out? Uh huh. He was like, "No, I wasn't." Wow. So he called me, and it was like, "He was like, I'm sorry that happened." And I was like, "I get it." Oh, you mean while they were supposed to be staying at his house? Yeah, teenagers sneak out. You know, Those little punks. Yeah, well, I can't say I was never a sneak out guy. I just because I feared my my dad would just would have just beaten me for doing something like that. Not that he was a physical. No. You know. No, not at all. But like you knew that if you snuck out in high school and you got caught, that was not going to end well for you. No. You know? No. Like uh, there were strong circumstances for those sort that kind of behavior. It still is. Right? I don't know. So I here? how do I police? I said, well, you know, they're at that age. I get it. You know, like I couldn't but be too. Well, when we were younger, the police would actually, you know, everyone's getting a ticket, making an example out of you. No, they don't do that anymore. No, too much paperwork. Got away. Yeah, it was, that's why. But it's too this, much stuff going on. Too, exactly. Yeah. I was, I'm, hey, I'm thankful that the police stopped her. You know, like. Absolutely. I am too. If my the, daughter was out there, I'd want to know, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're just teenagers goofing off. Like we live in a pretty nice neighborhood, you right, know, where we're, we, right. so I'm not concerned that, you know, it's, uh, I mean, well, yeah, I am concerned, you know? Yeah. So, anyway, I don't know why I start the show off by that, but that was my eventful evening on New Year's Eve. That's what I found But they weren't out found about. with any contraband. No. 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 I didn't even ask. question is, where were the gentlemen that they were going to meet? That's, That's what I want to know. Yeah, or the other kids from another house. You know, it was a sleepover. It was a mass group of girls sleeping over, and it's always a plan. New yeah, years but the girls, like s- the girls' parents said that, oh, we're having a party. Like, we're letting the kids have a party at the house. And this girl has a brother, right? He's three years younger, but all his buddies came over. They ordered pizzas and, you know, played music and let the kids drink pop and goof off. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there was a sleepover component to it, right? And so the girl, there were like five girls, they sleep over, right? Yep. I'm sure they, you know. It's, the fifth it's of v- New
1: Year's Eve. When the fifth
0: of vodka arrives. I know they're not into that. Isn't that crazy? Not no, yet. No, it's not crazy. Uh, That's good. I'm thankful for that. You know? Because yeah. that was my my crowd would have been like, We're having a keg in the woods, you know. <laughs> no so like, booze. Yeah. So every time something like this happens, I think look back on my past and I was like, Is it worse than something I did? You know, like right. okay. You know. It's funny you brought that up. I was talking about it with that on a friend and, to a friend on the phone on New Year's Eve. Yeah. And I was it was like probably around three o'clock in the afternoon. Actually it was like two thirty. And I remember saying, you know, this is is the time that when we were in high school, we'd be like, all right, the master plan would start. It had been thought about for like three days previously, but then at around 2 o'clock, you went through your rundown, Mm -hmm. and then at about 3 o'clock, you put it into action. You know, you had to do some final tweaks. Okay, you're staying where? You're going to be over here? Well, I'm going to sleep at his house, Mm -hmm. and he'll sleep at that house. we got to get... To Stone Park Liquors because so and so's <laughs> brother's yeah. got to drive us there. But we got to get there by 4.30. Sure, I get it. To yeah. To pick up the tap. Well, it's like super bad. It's like gonna, that, essentially exactly. that storyline. It's that storyline. we got to figure out what time this girl's parents are leaving to bring that keg over there into their basement. Mm-hmm. And then we have to power drink. So all about 1230. Come, dude, calm you down. <laughs> You're getting a little excited about these glory days. And then we had to do this. And, <laughs> but that's how you had to do it. I'm not that trying to. was New to, Year's Eve. I'm not trying to encourage kids to go spectacle. out and do this. But it is what we did. Yeah. And then if you didn't go to the out on New Year's Eve, you were angry. You're like, man, I'm missing the night of the year. The night of the year. You know how <laughs> you know, it used to be like, unreal, we got to be over here. Well, you tonight. know why? You know? Because when we were growing up, New Year's Eve was made out to be a much bigger thing, I think. We saw it in movies, you know, like uh like you know, Ronald Miller and Can't Buy Me Love. Of course, you one know, of our 80s One of the favorites. most memorable New Year's Eve films of all time. Sure. You know? Of course. It's where the Merlot gets spilled on Cindy Mancini's coat. Yeah. And and then <laughs> and then uh Bobby from Iowa shows up at the end. Right. And do, I think uh isn't uh remember Ale Ali Rico Suave's in the movie too, isn't and, uh, he? Uh Gerardo. Gerardo, dude. Yeah. I think that was Gerardo's first big film. Anyway, I wonder if my daughter and her friends have ever seen Gerardo.
1: I don't know, man. <laughs> probably. I'm going to say,
0: kids next New Year's Eve if you stay at my house, I am going to show you Can't Buy Me Love and then we're going <laughs> to There's gonna, probably right somebody at, the, at midnight we're going to play the Gerardo album. There was and, probably uh, somebody at New Year's Eve this year that when the clock struck midnight and went "Ale Ale," you know and Gerardo kicked out. It's a shame on. that we can't we can't play it anymore because of right. licensing issues. Yeah. But I think if we I think most people listening and watching right now they remember. They know. It's that's a place in their hearts. Speaking of songs, crazy thing. What's that? Uh Paula Cole, where have all the cowboys <laughs> gone? Oh yeah. You know, where it goes yippee 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 yippee. Yeah, for some like odd reason yeah. for the last three I haven't heard this song in years on the radio. Uh-huh. Or I or even recently. But I was I was right. cleaning the house today and all of a sudden yippee yay. That was in my brain. You started singing along to it? I couldn't no, I was I couldn't place I it. will pay the bills and they're a line like that. What yeah, is it? There's a lot of complaining in the song. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, there's uh, uh that yippee yay, yippee yay. It's been in my head. Maybe it's a sign, it's a Paula Cole New Year. It's a Paula Cole New Year. What's Paula Cole cool, should we call her? You know that Paula cool? <laughs> hey, Grandpa. Remember her? Yeah, Paula Cole. sure. <laughs> yippee-yay, yippee-yay. What do you think Paula Cole's doing now? Uh, probably not listening to this. Who's Paula Cole's dad? I don't know. <laughs> dude, Mike, no, we haven't done who's, that in our, who's our celebrity dad of the week, Paula Cole? We got to get into Paula Cole land. Michael uh, find it for us if you can. anyway, that's been that's my been my insane week. The New year's Mikey uh, Mike's gear producer. he had a note. Did yeah. Mikey make it to midnight? my son Mike? Oh yeah, he did. yeah. Oh, he made wow. it way past midnight. He made it till I've had my kids my my ex has covid all right um, and we split custody, so the kids were with me extra for an extra long streak of like eleven days in a row. Um, so there was a lot of uh, their bedtimes were all and they're on break. You know, mm-hmm. and so I I kind of let it slide and let them stay up. I let Mike stay up till he like zonked at like one thirty. I was like, all right, we're done. You know, but uh, I mean, what'd you guys do at New Year's? Which is like, extra late for a guy his age. You know, what'd you do at New Year's? We're like, yeah, man, Happy New Year! I love you. I uh, I think that's exactly <laughs> what we did. Yeah, <laughs> it was just the two of you guys in the I apartment. Went, hey, like, hey, I went, Hey, Mikey, man, I love you. Hey, Mikey, yeah, man, <laughs> we made it. Happy New Year! I love you, son. Yeah. Yeah. We did do that. Yeah. Okay, good. And then I said, when you're a little older, I'm going to show you a film with Patrick Dempsey called Can't Find Love. (laughs) It's going to teach you everything you need to know about high school and New Year's. Yep. And lawnmowers. Jim Cole Cole is is, Paula Cole's uh, father. Oh, thank you. Well, Happy New Year to you, Jim Cole. Happy New Year, Jim Cole. I wonder what (laughs) your New Year's... I wonder what your New Year's resolution is going to be. Yeah. Yippee-yay, yippee Do you ever think uh, people ever call Jim Cole's house prank him? Hello? Well, Just go, yippee-yay, yippee yippee God damn, it's one of them fallen cowboy damn prank calls again. I wish my daughter wasn't so talented. Oh, yeah. the hell she's brought on me. Yeah. My New Year's resolution is for you to piss off. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Side Jim Cole, Paula Cole's phone. Yeah, I went out on New Year's Eve for you the first the time You know what's the craziest thing about years. Jim Cole? What's that? I heard a rumor Oh, you did? That his favorite pizza is Fox's oh, Pizza Oh, wow In okay. Park in Mokina, Illinois yeah. yeah, it's pretty good And maybe you can go to Fox's mm-hmm. And say, the Houlihan sent me And Jim Cole told me that this is the finest thin crust ever Yeah, and that you might be able to find a cowboy there
1: Ooh, that's even better. Hoolish Hooli returns after these. Chicago Southsiders have always known where to get the best pizza on earth, Fox's Pizza. For over a half century, the Fox family has been creating that delicious thin crustza that your mouth will tell you, this can only be Fox's. It's a Chicago Beverly neighborhood institution at 99th and Western, as well as in South Suburban Orland Park, where they combine delicious food with an Irish pub ambiance. Fox's is owned by Tom and Frank Fox, whose parents, Frank and Therese, bought the Western Avenue location from Al Capone's sister back in 1964. The Fox family opened the doors to their Orland Park location in 1973 at 143rd and Ravinia Avenue. Chicagoans will recognize the stone turrets of their Irish castle, where great times have been celebrated for generations. Fox's is perfect for the whole family. Pickup or delivery. Or you can dine in, relax, and have a cocktail with your dinner. Whether it's steak, ribs, chicken, or especially pizza, it's all good. Having a party? Fox's also does catering. Call Fox's in Chicago's Beverly neighborhood at 773-239-3212 or in South Suburban Orland Park at 708-349-2111. Mention this show for a free toothpick.
0: Flood Brothers Disposal was started over 90 years ago by their grandfather with more than 20 family members still involved with the day-to-day operations the Floods are service oriented and believe that the right way is the only way to do something. Flood Brothers is price competitive and still offers the personal touch in an industry trending corporate for client-centric service without all the corporate garbage call Flood Brothers today for a quote on your solid waste recycling and yard waste collection services. Call Bob Flood today at 630 10400 or go online at floodbrothersdisposal.com With a history going all the way back to 1896 the International Union of Operating Engineers has continued to protect workers and their families with loyalty and brotherhood. Local 150 has continued to thrive through economic booms and busts with careful training and aggressive organizing. Under the leadership of President and Business Manager Jim Sweeney Local 150 has implemented programs and action plans to create work, protect benefits, and keep members working. And they've been helping the Irish-American community of Chicagoland for just as long. The Hibernian Radio Show is proud to be associated with Jim Sweeney and Local 150, and we salute the continuing efforts of the International Union of Operating Engineers and their support of Irish and
1: Irish-American families now and in the future, thanks to Local 150.
0: Hey, listeners, I know we don't talk about finance much on this show, outside maybe the amazing Bitcoin the musical, which we currently have in development, but I do want to take a moment and tell you about two brothers who make this show possible and why you should consider having an honest conversation with them about the future of your finances. Mike and Dan Madden are the brains behind Madden Funds. They've been lifelong friends to Bill Clay and me, and we entrust the Maddens with our money and the precious donations of our listeners so we don't let outrageous ideas get the best of us. And you should, too. Do yourself a favor and reach out to Dan or Mike Madden today to book a consultation on the future of your finances. If you have questions about your financial future or current situation, give them a call. The number is 708-848-3200. Again, that number is 708-848-3200. Or you can visit their website, Madden Funds, at www.maddenfunds.com. Again, www.maddenfunds.com. I don't want to wait mm-hmm. Full eyes mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want to know mm-hmm. right now, what will it be? Yeah, dude. Oh, wow. Paula Cole. Oh, yeah. Did you ever think she was cute? Hell yeah. You did. You were attracted to Paula Cole. Sure. Uh, She's got kind of a, um, did she, I thought she looked like Xena the Warrior Princess, too, a little bit. She had that kind of similar I'd say, look. I'd call that cool. <laughs> yeah. Xena was an Australian, the woman who played Xena. Yeah. Is you think Paula Cole looks stuff? like Xena? No, I mean, like, they had, like, similar facial structures, I thought. I don't know. Like, I don't know. She popped into my head just now. Thinking about Paula Cole, I thought about Xena the Warrior Princess. That's hot. I think that <laughs> Paula Cole would... I don't know how she would react to that. Be like, hey, Paula. Be like, Paula, you remind me of Xena. Billy thinks you look like Xena. Oh, would you, you be watch fr- any of that stuff? Xena the Warrior Princess? Yeah. Yeah, I know somebody who wrote for it, Gene O'Neill. Really? Yeah. But what about uh, shout that, out to Gene O'Neill? Is that connected to Hercules and Kevin Sorbo too? I think they were part of the same. Uh, the, I think the same producers were. Yeah. yeah I think yeah. that uh, actually Gene O'Neill yeah. wrote for both shows. Oh, Lucy, that's Lucy Lawless. Lawless. Yes. Okay, yeah. There you go. Lucy Lawless. Yeah. Ring a ding ding, New Year, Happy New Year to Lucy Lawless. Mm-hmm. And Kevin Cole. Sorbo. We'll throw Sorbo <laughs> in there too. You know why not? I wonder what Sorbo's doing. Lots of cool stuff, probably. Way cooler stuff than me, for sure. It's probably like snowboarding somewhere. Yeah. So he had all his hair. So he had that going. For he him. had fine hair though, like me. So a guy like Sorbo, would, <laughs> like because he was Hercules, dude. Yeah. Be like, hey, look, Hercules has the same kind of stringy, balding hair I do. <laughs> I wonder if he gets to hold on to his mane, you know? No. Maybe now you're bringing it back, dude. I'm having like photographic flashbacks. I think I may have seen Sorbo in a hair restoration commercial. No, I think I may look that up for us. But I mean, maybe maybe. no, I don't think so. Sorbo did Bosley. Could have or one of those hashtag Bosley. Happy New Year, Doctor Bosley. Still waiting for my my free. I got a text. You from did? ReStore. Yeah. From Special Re- discount, New Year. You know, I get them like every three months. New Year, new yeah. hair. Yeah. That's I what get it a is. lot of those. Yeah. You know, I hit a lot of things uh, on my, uh, you know, like, you know, in your feeds and stuff. And obviously it's like all, everything. It must be about exercising, you know, ectomorphine. Yep. Now I'm seeing, you know, Dr. Drew everywhere is doing his V shred thing with that.
1: Oh, that's a guy who's like,
0: this doesn't, you know, oh, like that. He's like eating donuts. He's like, I get you It's about, you know, intake. And like, he's got a whole scientific method to it. We got to find that guy's name out. Then I see another one where a guy's like, fasting works. And he's like, you know, flat. It's unreal. Like everyone, (laughs) like one guy's telling telling you, like, you can eat everything and do this. The other guy's like, fasting works. Yeah. Then there's, you know, people that want to take uh, Ozemperol, I think it is now. For weight loss, uh-huh. um, it's, uh huh. It's it's crazy, man. We were talking about Sorbo, his hairline. Mike's looking it up to find out if he ever had hair pla- implants. But no, no, no hair Sorbo implants. didn't do it. Good for him. Mm. <laughs> Proud of you, Kevin. I'm, I call bluff. <laughs> That we know of. Maybe a private doctor in LA, you know, they had to sign it. Look ADA at Sorbo's hair. You know who could play? He, Sorbo should pl- should have played Jordan Belfort. Look at that picture. Oh, wow. Dude. They do look a lot alike. Don't they? He's got kind of a be- Jordan, the, the real Jordan Belfort look yeah. going on. From the Wolf of Wall Street. Look at, look at him. Look at Sorbo. Look at Sorbo. I want you to trade the sword. Sell me this pen. <laughs> Put it right in your hand. <laughs> yeah. Um, I went to a New Year's party for you know i went out for the first time and god i think it had been like four or five years that oh i thought you were gonna new say new four eve. or five days <laughs> no i hadn't gone out on a, it's been three or four days since i've been <laughs> drunk i can't believe it i, I went out again no no yeah. um but yeah like i i went out and it, it, it never changes like it, it was kind of fun though like people had people some of the women wore like new year's eve gowns in, yeah, that's in, a thing. In like a dive bar, though. Sure. And then they had like a little backdrop and they all took pictures in front of it and then changed. Oh. And it was like, all right, let's play board games. Yeah, and, you know. the photo op- opportunity.
1: Yeah. There's, I even th- found there's myself, too much of that going on. I even on found
0: now. myself what colors to wear on New Year's. You did? I Googled it. Yeah. Purple is what I, the one that I came up with. Purple is a pipe of black and gold. But then again, I thought, well, I don't want to be mistaken for a Latin king, so I better not do that. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, I don't think people, I don't, not too many people are going to think you're a Latin king. Yeah. You don't, I don't, you don't look the part. I don't, are there any black and purple gang colors that we should know? Absolutely. We can make a whole joke about this, but... Have you ever heard of, a, there's a street gang in Chicago no one's really ever heard of What's until that? now oh. that we're, they wear purple and black. Who's that? The Paula Cole Wildcats. <laughs> wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. Be careful of them Wildcats. They ex- they exist they come the out they out- they exist on the outskirts of Winnetka. They're extremely dangerous. <laughs> and they come out on New Year's Eve? Yeah. Oh yeah. God, they actually produce a lot of the New Year's Eve ball drop stuff with Janet Davies and Oh, uh, and Bertie and Greco. Marchie oh, and Greco. I mean, had- G. Greco hasn't done it in years. <laughs> and Billy Corgan and uh yeah. all the other people that I had to see every year. Uh, sure. Did you New- watch any of that? No, I don't. Like, uh, we were in the in the bar, and they you, were like, not- "Everyone, shut up!" And they like to put the countdown on on TV, and I was like, "Oh, who cares?" And then there was a mad fight for like what song was going to come on. Mm-hmm. People were. Have DJ-ed. you ever noticed that uh, they they love all the dance footage of people in the in the crowd? That's oh yeah, everyone's like, yeah. But there's they always put <laughs> the, the camera <laughs> on the guy who's like going bonk, you know, and you're like, oh <laughs> yeah, dude, I've seen this guy before. Like, sure. Um, and they purposely go out and look they for the most eccentric a, people in the audience. But they won't put like a camera on people that are just like French and, you know. Like, <laughs> yeah, they, but they never put a picture on a guy who's getting lucky. You know what, you I, know? Grandpa's bad about it. <laughs> In my day on New Year's, they used to show people making out and drinking. Did you ever see two And years- now they show a guy <laughs> who looks like RuPaul spinning around on his head. Did you ever see two people Frenching on Halloween? Uh, not on Halloween. <laughs> Have I ever seen two people Frenching? on French? New Year's. Sorry. Have I ever seen two people Frenching on New Year's? <laughs> yeah, like it's <laughs> the clock struck midnight, the guy just turns to his chick and sticks his tongue down her throat. Let ever- me dial the brain. Mm-hmm. Take me yeah. to the Wayback Machine. Yeah, I'm sure I did. I'm sure I just glanced at it and went... <sighs> Yeah, that didn't happen where Luck, I was That didn't lucky. happen where I was at. But I, I, I do remember seeing those things. You were asking them, why don't they film those things? They exist. There were people that Frenched this year on New Year's in Chicago. Getting back like, to your party. Yeah. All right, so you went that to was, a party. That, yeah, I, you know, their food spread. Funny thing about the food is on New Year's Eve is when you go to these parties, mm-hmm. excuse me, you're like very excited. You're like, oh, all right, like, what's the spread? And the spread looks great, but everybody always gets there and it's not like because it's closed to a private party and yes, you're friends with everyone, but it's like very calm. Like you walk in, everyone's just like sitting there like, yeah. saying hello, you know, and the food is all out and you're like, and I got there and no one was eating, mm-hmm. you know, and I was like, uh, okay, you know, and I was like, well, I guess I got, and and then my friends like, no, some of us already ate. I didn't get there till seven thirty. They started at six. I was like, easy, easy. You know, I was like, the food's probably. I I figured the food would get laid out around seven fifteen. You know, Mm -hmm. which I was right. And they're like, we just, some of us just all finished eating. And I was like, well, some of this food looks like untouched. Like no one, like you know, there were mini burgers. No one had touched the perfect pyramid that they were out of. You know, and this upset you? No, it didn't upset me. But what happens is you're trying to maintain your etiquette. You don't want to be the guy that's just like. Yeah, I paid for you know. Oh, just Loading see. up, jamming it before anybody can get anything to eat. You I'm know? that guy. I don't care. I wanted to be that guy, and I did. I, you know, I mean, there was a big thing of shrimp. I could have just taken like thirty of them. There and it put them is. On a Bill's b- obsessing <laughs> with shrimp again. <laughs> Mike, a buddy Mike, my attorney, little goes, known fact. A buddy of my buddy turned me. Goes, Do you see all those shrimp over there? I go, yeah. He goes, I'm gonna max those later on. See now you. Bring and they up- never got touched because everybody just started drinking. Like, you know, it was like. Old fashions, Manhattans, martinis. And I was like, uh-huh. you have one or those or two of those, your hey, appetite's gone. Soon. Oh, yeah. You're in Kevin Sorbo land, right? <laughs> I, I guess. That's Nobody said that to you? Take me to Kevin Sorbo land? <laughs> no. <laughs> Whiskey rocks immediately? No. Nobody asked me who I was playing on Frenching that evening either. One said, hey, you, you Frenching anybody tonight? That's a damn <laughs> shame. I think there was a kid's teenager dad who said to him, hey, son. Who you Frenching tonight <laughs> i'm sure there's dads that said a lot worse just real sleaze baggers. maybe, maybe. You know? oh, hey son who you Frenchin tonight? <laughs> <laughs> who oh. plays that part in the movie trailer <laughs> varsity blues three john grease john grease yeah i love him really uh, uncle rico be, yeah he'd be great at that he's great at everything though who uh, would you want who so would i ball? want Sorbo. The most... (laughs) It's like a stash. (laughs) With a a stash and a bald head. Okay. And he's talking to... uh, James Vanderbeek still plays a 14-year-old kid. Oh, yeah. That'd be a good skin. Varsity Blues 3As. Sorbo and Vanderbeek. And and is it Vanderbeek's kid? What, is he getting, like, NIL money or something? Dude, absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. And he's like, you know, there's another mean Texas coach down there that they Mm -hmm. need to overthrow. Right. Son... (laughs) Who cares if Steve is on the phone? (laughs) Who you Frenching (laughs) that? Yeah, right. (laughs) Whoever I want, Dad. Coach Saban's (laughs) on the phone. Jumps into a. Hold on, Coach. Who you Frenching that? Before Mm -hmm. I put him on the line with you. Never mind, Dad. I'm going to Fox's Pizza. I'll be back in an hour. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, So that was my New Year. Yeah, just you know, the celebration. You know, lots of '80s music where I was at. 80s and 90s. Yeah, of course. That's People my age. That's what we like. Led a lot of C&C Music Factory. And, uh, um, I, th- I think there was, was there some C&C Music Factory. Technotronic. Technotronic was definitely played. Yeah. Yeah. Salt and Pepper. Yeah. All that stuff. Sounds like fun. Sounds like fun. Tons of Madonna. You know. I didn't do any of that. I just no. sat and watched my son Mike play Fortnite while he yelled at people on the headset, which is starting to creep me out. The headset gaming thing again is back. But he was inside for so long because there's not I didn't I made the mistake of not scheduling anything for him to do during the break, really. Mm-hmm. Like usually we get him into like some basketball camps or something like that. There's something going on. Yeah. But it's just been like and because my ex had COVID, the kids are just with me and we'd get we'd go out try to go out once sure. a day, do something, but like it's just, you know, a lot of gameplay started driving me nuts because, you know, Mikey headbutted my last TV and broke it, right? Uh, so, yeah, I have, a new, I have a replacement TV, Mike, that, that uh, someone in the family was kind enough to donate. Uh, my dad gave it to me. He was like, yeah, here, here. I got an old one. Um, but, yeah, we put that, I put that up because I wanted to watch the bowl games. I'm like, oh, man. Yeah. Am I going to go out and buy a new TV, like, in a day? No. How about those bowl games? Pretty good. I thought so. I liked them too. I thought they were, you know, Michigan coming out on top. Were you surprised? I was. Yes, I was. I, you know, I did not think they were going to beat Bama. Um, pretty impressive. It was real impressive. Uh, and I didn't, you know, in the first half, I was like, Bama's going to win this. Like, if I was, I didn't, I didn't gamble on the game. Like, I saw that the line, you know, the line was, and I was like, mm, mm, staying away. Like, I didn't. In, I really thought Alabama was going to win the game. I did not. Believe I saw Michigan struggle. This is in a the couple Rose Bowl for everyone that doesn't know what yeah. we're talking about. Yeah, Co- college playoff. Yeah, um, but I was not. Uh, I was not on the. Uh, I I wanted Michigan to win because Alabama's just been there so many times, especially the SEC. Touched I just like I don't Yankees. want the SEC in yeah. it again this year. Mm-hmm. Like, get them. I'm, we're tired of them. Like let's you know. So to have a Big Ten team and you know, pac time no more. Right, but right. Washington coming in like that could be. That's gonna be an interesting game. I'm excited for it. Yeah, a, I am too actually. You got a prediction? I'm gonna take uh, oh man. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Washington in an upset. Same. I am too. Yeah. We'll so see what know. happens. Um but you know, if the Michigan people do win, I'll be happy for them. A lot of people don't like Michigan fans, and well, I think they say that about every fan base. Like when a team gets big enough, like eh, I don't like their fans. Like I don't like Alabama fans. I don't. Like... I've never yeah. had any interaction. They're proud, right? Sure. Portnoy from Barstool was pounding his chest after that Michigan win. Yes, he was. Um, but yeah, Michigan's a, they're they're they got a good PR team behind that whole organization because they're everywhere all of a sudden. And JJ McCarthy from back of our neighborhood here in Illinois. Is there, you know, he looks like the all-American quarterback. That's though. part of it. Yeah, you know, like he looks like hair. a Hollywood type fit role for that. Like right, tall, blonde hair, blue eyes. You know, sure. all-American. You know, like everything. Tom you know. Brady. It was, a, it was of was the same mold. You know. Yeah. There was a tweet that went out about that where Harbaugh said, you know. Uh, gave a tweet that or a quote that said that he thinks that JJ McCarthy's the best quarterback Michigan's ever had, right? And then Tom Brady responded. It was like on an Instagram thread. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, so he agreed, you mm-hmm. know. High praise um from Thomas Edward Patrick Brady, who also by the way is a big call, uh, Paula Cole fan. Ah. We're at the end of the radio program. We got to go to podcast land. Time to go to podcast land. Uh we'll see you on the other side after this. Welcome back, Who is Hooli. Yes, we're in podcast, to podcast land. land. Second half of the show. I've noticed that whenever I come in from a segment lately, mm-hmm. or at a, after a break, right, that I tend to do. I do the next thing with the chair. Yeah, mowed over. Yeah, we've been videotaping the show recently, mm-hmm. right? And I'm I, and try to stay not too aware of where the cameras are, but uh, well, I mean, I want to know where they are. But I was watching the program and was just noticing that I was doing a lot of this. I'm just you know adjusting. <clears throat> New okay. Year's adjusting. Excuse me. Uh, but, yeah, I'm, have you had any New Year's resolutions for yourself that you're starting to manifest yet? Did you make any private ones that you're willing to share with the, the Hooli's Hooli audience?
1: Other than uh, watching
0: more Sorbo and listening to more Paul
1: Cole.
0: Well, I told myself I wasn't going to play uh, any of those. If I'm out, I won't play the gambling machines anymore. I don't want to do those anymore. Okay. Um, but then again, I find myself um, buying a, uh, you know a square for the Bears game. Okay. You know, At a bar, and I was like, oh, "That's gambling too." Like you're trying but, to like let me. But just... I don't want to do like the pushies. No, no more pushies. No more pushies. Yeah, we done with those. <laughs> yeah. Um. That's a good. That's a good year's It listen. is. Um. And it's then, only okay. Yeah. It's only been like four days, but I plan on Monday. I do honestly. I plan on getting up early and going to the gym. Starting that's that's you know I want to give myself one week to sit there, get back adjusted with work a little bit, and then be like, all right, let's start the routine. Okay. That's my plan. Now, are you going to go out and get, like, the, the supplements for yourself? No. no Nothing? You're just not, going to start not, by going not, to the no, gym? No, not in the beginning. I just want to get my legs back. And get, you See, know, I, I find know. that when all of a sudden I make a purchase on something, and it's not going to be a gym membership, but, like, if I go and get, like, the creatine and the, you know, I the have protein the gym shape. membership. I pay for it every month. I know. I'm saying yeah. aside from that, like, when you want to get back into the workout mode, for me, it helps me to, like, start acquiring those things. And integrating that into, my, like, my diet. And, oh. Like, so rather okay. than – because all of a sudden I f- th- it's a mental thing that goes off in my head. We're like, well, now I paid for all this stuff. I got to go do it, you know? Okay. Because then if that stuff's not around, I'm just like, ah, another like day of chilling, you know? <laughs> Having to, I'll have a double cheeseburger. <laughs> I'll watch myself an old Vanderbeek film. <laughs> Make a <Yeah>. bubble bath. <laughs> <laughs> sure. You know, and then do nothing. Yeah. So uh, I find if you buy this stuff. Look it I just did it again. Yeah, stop. (laughs) I can't control it. Um, I have lost uh, almost 10 pounds. Really? Yeah. So I'm I'm thrilled about that. And that's just been cutting out a lot of junk. No more. And you're the candy man. I still have been eating. You know, I had a couple fruit roll-ups last night. But, like, (laughs) I'm not, like... Pounding chocolate. Maybe it was chocolate for me. I've I've held back a lot on like the chocolate a little bit. Yeah. But I'm also noticing I'm I've become a calorie intake person. Oh really? You're reading every, you're, I'm, every time I'm grabbing something to eat it? or if I'm having a snack, like I've I've decided that oh let me, let me have pretzels or nuts rather than greasy Doritos. Okay. Yeah. You know, so you're making better health, right. health choice. More yeah. Health I'm conscious. looking at it, I'm going oh this is happening. And then you know I think they say for men it's somewhere in the area of like twenty four hundred to twenty eight hundred calories. Per day that you're supposed to intake that's normal mm-hmm. all right mm-hmm. and then if you're planning on losing weight you should should maybe subtract that by at least like five to six hundred a day and then over time you know 500 would mean you lose five pounds on a certain amount of time Six hundred, you know so sure i've been cutting it down i think i'm up to like i'm, I'm doing like 1800 calories a day so i've lost like 10 pounds almost over the, you know, all on, all on your own plan. Just Billy's plan. Just my plan. That's right. And then that's why when you get in the gym, it's going to be, it's go time. Well, we got to start making this like a hero journey video for you. Like we got to, we'll start it out and you know, we got to find a a sponsor. We'll influence on their behalf. (laughs) Oh, okay. Billy gets ripped, you know, and the opening line is I used to be a candy man, you know, and I used to watch a lot of Vanderbeek and I used to eat a lot. Yeah. You know, um, oh, Mike has a note. Billy's last health checkup. When was your last checkup? Oh, they do yeah, say to do that before you want to start I working had, out. I, that's true. I had a health checkup in uh, July, and everything was pretty good. He ran all my bloods, and all, and, I, and he's like, "You're good." Okay. He's like, your "Cholesterol's fine, or anything." So, you know, it's amazing too. When he's like, "Yeah, cholesterol's great," I'm like, "Wow, really?" I eat a lot of junk. I was like, "I like double cheeseburgers and pizza and Skittles and Doritos and." Coca Cola Classic and all the great stuff. And cigarettes. Smokes. <laughs> and booze and whiskey. <laughs> Irish whiskey and Guinness. Right? right. It's just never ending. It's not the healthiest diet. It's not. But um, I have cut a lot of that out, or at least Tone it down. toned it down a little bit. And uh eight pounds lighter. Well, 10 see, pounds that's later, Close t- to 10 pounds. Yeah. So I was in work. I was at more. 208. I'm down to like 195. Over, like, that's over, like, a seventh month period. Yeah. So a couple years ago when I was trying to do that, I wanted to, you know, I I spoke about it on the show all the time. I'm actomorphin, you know, um, and, (laughs) which amuses me just to say that all the time. I ectomorph. You ectomorph? Yeah. Um, but I got pretty hard into it for a while, and, uh. Yeah, you were showing pictures of yourself shirtless on the internet. I mean, you were I did not this. show a picture of myself shirtless on the internet. I sent a <laughs> picture to my personal trainer. That's right. Who then shared my results. He, asked yes. me, he, yes. he called me and he said, hey, can I share your results? Which is like, my results? <laughs> <laughs> right. You know? Me? Yes. You know? Oh, like, yeah. People dream of that, yeah. you know? It wasn't Your like I was narcissism th- went into overdrive. No, share it. <laughs> <laughs> well, because then I was like, I thought, that, how many likes has it gotten? Right. Yeah. I thought maybe then it would put, push me to like keep going, you know, and yeah. doing it. And then uh, I don't know, I just got lazy one day, and like one day turned into three days, and three days turned into you know six months, and I was like. Wait, I stopped going, and now I've noticed I got like a beer. I got a little beer gut again. Well, I just saw a thing when the guy and says, I, "I'm like," and I don't drink or anything, and I don't. Eat, I try to eat healthier, but my lifestyle changes have not been too drastic. From what I mean, I was I just stop working out. You can well, just the see guy, the difference. The Six guy months, I'm from like, oh, V Shred says that there is no such thing as a man bod. Mm-hmm. That, that there is, is no such <laughs> thing as a man bod. <laughs> that that the, 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 the area that people, when they gain their weight in their midsections like that, that it's, uh, they call it like lazy fat or something, like the worst kind of fat that like sits there. So, um, you can still eat junk. Skinny fat. They call <laughs> it skinny fat. Are you skinny fat? No, as he said, you know, the dead bod where, you know, he's got the beer, he says it's beer, they go, no. It's I don't just- eat these. Th- like, that's the guy, right? Like, uh, in the commercial? Seen him. We yeah. gotta pull his name up. Mike's gotta know his and name. He never says his, Look his at name. Vince Sant. Is his oh, name. is that his name? Vince Sant. Oh, okay. Hashtag Vince. Hey, can we Sant. find out who Vince Sant's dad is? Absolutely, <laughs> get on that immediately. We need to find out who Mr. Sant is and wish him a happy New Year on the show. Is Hevy shredded? Is Mr. Sant? Hey. Vince, is your dad ripped? Did you come from a ripped family? Is his name really? Is, and here's the best part: is the Vince last Sant? Yeah, that sounds like, very. Yeah. Is Sant really the last name, or is it like Santanelli or Santino? Oh, right. Or, you know, I, I, I'd be guessing the latter, Bill. That like he just shortened his name for celebrity purposes. Mike's looking it up, scanning. He's moving his head. Where is, where is Mr. Sant's name? <laughs> He's going to be hard to find. Yeah, no, he's not hard to find. He's everywhere on Facebook and the internet right now. That guy. Well, he's got Doctor Drew in his corner because now he's like all of a V shred guy. Well, so, and and now I'm thinking now, about it right now, and you were thinking about it. You know, you do all these like natural weight stuff and like I don't know calisthenic stuff. I am. A, I do. I do believe in a good long stretch. Before Mike. You oh work my god, out. is that Vincent's girlfriend? Holy cow! Because there's a. Uh, <laughs> She looks like I've seen her in something before. Her name's Ashley. Ashley, Ashley but her, her name's not Ashley Sant. She's the Ashley. It's <laughs> not yet, it isn't. Look at that! Like that's an Instagram pic where he's posing behind her, shirtless. I guess he, I guess he's in the business of being shirtless, right? Well, she's not shirtless. She has a bikini. Her name's out. Ashley Rossi. Oh, yeah. Hashtag Ashley Rossi. Please, all Instagram followers from Ashley Rossi, <laughs> come our way, please. Come, up my way, <laughs> yeah. Maybe like we'll me, see. add me. Yeah, let us know who you're frenching on New Year's. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Are you gonna be frenching Vincent on New Year's? Actually, hey French Z- uh, Vince on New Year's. Did you guys have a, like a cupcake afterwards and do like thirty push-ups. How'd that work out? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Hey, son, who you frenching on New Year's? <laughs> yeah. Well, we got to get Vince Santin, Varsity Blues 3. Maybe he's the personal trainer. He's the new wide receiver. No, he's the wide receiver's coach, man? He's like the, No, he's the team coach. He's like a coach on the uh, Coyotes, uh, <laughs> the West Canaan Coyotes. Oh, they're still in West Canaan? <laughs> yeah, we oh, Varsity Blues 3. Varsity Blues 3. Sure. And yeah, think about that. Hollywood Studios, we just wrote it for you. <laughs> right. Looking right at you. Looking at you, Paramount. Varsity Blues 3. I'm not even sure if there's a 2, but we're just jumping <laughs> right to 3. I don't think there is a two. We're going right to Varsity Blues 3. We're casting Vince Sant as the athletic trainer. James Vanderbeek still plays the high school quarterback. He's Kevin getting, Sorbo? Kevin Sorbo plays his father. Not Vanderbeek's father. He plays the father of the new superstar. Fair enough. He, That's yeah. what I thought. Right. And J.J. McCarthy's going to play that part. Uh, we'll call J.J. and see if he'll do it. Yeah. We're his never. first Hollywood feature, right out of Michigan. Come on, baby. Now no. you're talking. Yeah. We put Harbaugh in the movie. <laughs> He's like that head coach of the Midwestern team that hates all the texts Well player. he's thinking about going to coach in the NFL and McCarthy's kind of sad about it uh, him, you know yeah. he's like I won't leave you I won't yeah. ever leave you yeah just make sure you eat and do whatever Vince tells you to do <laughs> because if you do you might wind up with your own Ashley Rossi. yeah do you hear me son? There were, there were a lot of those types of people that became celebrities uh, through the workout things, you know? Body oh, yeah. by Jake, and then you had um, Susan Powder. Susan Powder. You know, remember her? <laughs> 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 yes, the Stop the Insanity. Wasn't that Powder's thing? I think so, yeah. She was very she, ripped, had, and she had uh, a,
1: a, very, blonde, sh- a crew short
0: cr- crew cut, right? Yeah. That was the shtick, you know? Yeah. What do you think Susan Powder's doing today? And- Who was Susan Powder's dad? (laughs) Mike, you got to find out the name of Susan Powder's father, please. So so Uh, ridiculous, yes. Yeah, somebody was Susan Powder's dad. Yeah, somebody had to have been (laughs) her father. (laughs) Yeah, we know this. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Take it easy there, man. Getting too excited over Susan Powder. The insanity. The insanity. Wow. Um yeah, who else? I mean, uh, oh Billy Banks, remember him, and then um Ty Bo. Uh and then who was the dude that uh, Hey, you want to dance? He was like that uh African-American dude and um uh oh. well, you just said Billy Machine Bo- X or T T Body X or TX something or P- TX PX- PX90, right? Oh, no, it was T Body or something, you know. I can't remember. There was him. Yeah. Uh but now you don't see as many of those commercials. Richard Simmons? Of course. What? But you don't see as many of those commercials anymore. It's all in the infomercials. Yeah, yeah. It's all, you know, more. No, it's all about tech. Like, get yourself like a Vincent or Vince Sant Vincent has got their gig now. Vincent has the gig. He's the man now. Mike has a note. Looks like it's uh, Tom Horton for P90X. Oh, Tony. Tony Horton. Tony Horton. That's Yeah. There you go. Tony Horton. Yeah. I thought he was going to tease me and tell me who Susan Powder's father was. Same. (laughs) And then we were going to say, oh, it's Tom Horton from P90X with Susan Powder's father. Well, you know what? From now on, Susan Powder's father is Tom (laughs) Horton. (laughs) In another life. In this universe. Yeah. And for every guest we ever have on, we'll mention Tom and, and his amazing inspirational bedtime stories he used to tell Susan about growing up and getting ripped and shaving your head and screaming at the camera. Yeah. Uh Let's take a commercial break. Okay. More Hooli's Hooli after these. When your family has suffered a loss, the Sheehy family will be there for you. Robert J. Sheehy and Sons Funeral Homes are third-generation family owned and operated. The Sheehy family has dedicated many years of their lives serving families throughout Chicago and the southwest suburbs. The Robert J. Sheehy and Sons Funeral Home was incorporated in 1913 as a storefront at 76th and Halsted Street in Chicago. At the time, this was one of the few standalone funeral homes of its kind and was to be the first of many to come bearing the Sheehy name. The founder, Roger Sheehy Sr., was soon joined in business by his three sons, Roger Jr., Jack, and Bob. The four provided a personal service that became a foundation for success. This trademark of service is evident 98 years later as Bob and Jim Sheehy, third generation, own and operate two locations in Orland Park and Burbank. As a family owned and operated funeral home, the Sheehy's believe the one thing that separates them from the others is the personal service they can provide. The name on their sign outside the funeral home should mean something. For them, it's very important that everyone be treated as if they were family, friend, or neighbor, as they very well could be. The Sheehy's entire staff consists of individuals who care about each and every family they serve. Every detail is handled in a professional and personal manner. On a daily basis, the directors Bill Kiley, Mike Rico, and John Sullivan, and all of their other staff take great, great pride in their work, serving families as if they were their own. The Sheehy's pride themselves on offering the highest level of professionalism with every family they serve. Robert J. Sheehy and Sons Funeral Homes, here for you since
1: 1913.
0: Flood Brothers' disposal was started over 90 years ago by their grandfather. With more than 20 family members still involved with the day-to-day operations, the Floods are service-oriented and believe that the right way is the only way to do something. Flood Brothers is price competitive and still offers the personal touch in an industry-trending corporate. For client-centric service without all the corporate garbage, call Flood Brothers today for a quote on your solid waste, recycling, and yard waste collection services. Call Bob Flood today at 630-261-0400 or go online at FloodBrothersDisposal.com.
1: Chicago Southsiders have always known where to get the best pizza on earth, Fox's Pizza. For over a half century, the Fox family has been creating that delicious thing crozza ah, that your mouth will tell you, this can only be Fox's. It's a Chicago Beverly neighborhood institution at 99th and Western, as well as in South Suburban Orland Park, where they combine delicious food with an Irish pub ambiance. Fox's is owned by Tom and Frank Fox, whose parents, Frank and Therese, bought the Western Avenue location from El Capone's sister back in 1964. The Fox family opened the doors to their Orland Park location in 1973 at 143rd and Ravinia Avenue. Chicagoans will recognize the stone turrets of their Irish castle, where great times have been celebrated for generations. Fox's is perfect for the whole family. Pick up or delivery. Or you can dine in, relax, and have a cocktail with your dinner. Whether it's steak, ribs, chicken, or especially pizza, it's all good. Having a party? Fox's also does catering. Call Foxes in Chicago's Beverly neighborhood at 773-239-3212 or in South Suburban Orland Park at 708-349-2111. Mention this show for a free toothpick.
0: Hey listeners, I know we don't talk about finance much on this show outside maybe the amazing Bitcoin the musical, which we currently have in development. But I do want to take a moment and tell you about two brothers who make this show possible and why you should consider having an honest conversation with them about the future of your finances. Mike and Dan Madden are the brains behind Madden Funds. They've been lifelong friends to Bill Clay and me, and we entrust the Maddens with our money and the precious donations of our listeners so we don't let outrageous ideas get the best of us. And you should too. Do yourself a favor and reach out to Dan or Mike Madden today to book a consultation on the future of your finances. If you have questions about your financial future or current situation, give them a call. The number is 708-848-3200. Again, that number is 708-848-3200. Or you can visit their website, Madden Funds, at www.maddenfunds.com. Again, www.maddenfunds.com. Welcome back. Yes, fourth quarter of the program. Oh, we're here. Been, I guess we've been talking about New Year's. A lot of crazy stuff. V. Shred, Paula Cole, <sighs> yep. Kevin Sorbo, mm-hmm. uh, all the good stuff, all the really important stuff in the world today. Yeah, you got to get silly every now and then. Yeah, you absolutely do. Uh, the whole talk in the sports scene here is: Are we going to keep Justin Fields around? Right. What do you think? I think you have to keep him. I, I, I that. I don't know. Go yeah. on. Talk. Yes. Don't hold back. <laughs> because, okay, if you're Ryan Poles, and I agree with another radio guy who said this earlier today. I was listening to him, and he's absolutely right. If you draft a quarterback, you're essentially trying to hit the reset button on whether or not you can be retained as a general manager again. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you also take the risk that if you keep fields, this is you're in win mode now. Technically, you've got Montez Sweat in his prime. You've got DJ Moore had a career year. You've got young offensive linemen. You've got two awesome linebackers that you signed that are playing out of their minds. You've mm-hmm. got Jalen Johnson. I mean, like they're they're good. They're a couple pieces away. Is do you bring in a brand new quarterback and reset the whole system? That's and then, what Mike's and, note is do and you it, keep fields around or do you draft a new QB? No. no, no. Oh. Or do you dra- do you keep Fields and draft in a QB? I think you keep Fields and you draft a QB. Yes. Um. That no no no. I think you draft a quarterback and maybe a second round pick. Um. And see what you see what happens there. Um, invest. You got to get Marvin Harrison Jr. That's what everybody. That's who everybody seems to want. You got to get him if you can trade it's, him. Well, at least that's what the media is hyping I up. Think, I think everybody likes the fact that if you can trade that number one pick, still stay in the top five and get Harrison. Now you're loaded. Now you can get another quarterback, and then you can draft another uh, offensive lineman, which is what they want. Um, they're, they'll probably, you know, get another cornerback just to, or, or somebody to free up for Eddie Jackson, or they can just assign somebody in free agency. They're gonna definitely I mean, you got to get a, maybe even another wide receiver. Mm-hmm. I don't think the Vellus Jones experiment is over too. Mm-hmm. I think that um, Darnell Mooney they won't resign him. Um, so there's a lot of moving parts. Uh, you got to keep them. I keep him, and I trade that pick, and I see if I can keep Harrison, and then I draft a quarterback in like the second round. Okay. There's been some gems in the second round that people have found. Um, But here's the best part about it. They still have a ton of cap space. So, I mean, next year you have Fields, Mm -hmm. and then it's the last year of his rookie contract. So if you win with them, then you decide. Or if they have a mediocre year and you still have an awesome team that might make the playoffs, then you might look at Justin Fields and go, we're not re-signing you and uh, we still have a boatload of money to go out and get a franchise quarterback or trade for a franchise quarterback. because um, they still have picks to, you know down the line too. So that's what I would do. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's one of those catch twenty twos where it's like you can have everything and then you go, ooh. Yeah, but if you wait if you wait, <laughs> if you draft if you draft a number one quarterback and then you reset the whole program and then everything then you gotta wait two years possibly to think if you're gonna win again. Even if you have talented players, some of those talented players, somebody's going to bust an ACL, someone's going to get hurt. Like your window is the next two or three years, right, to really win and to build something. I mean, if Fields, we don't know. He's only. I mean, like, we give him one more a year, and all of a sudden he turns into. The, you know, he finally the system that they're working with, he's gelling with it. You know, we could be look. They're six and two in their last eight games. Technically, if they win this weekend, yeah. Well, i'd love to beat the pack that'd be nice that'd be a sweet sweet thing to go out in the pack jordan love people were ragging on him at the beginning of the season he turned he looks pretty good too The pack's going to be around um so yeah that's sports talk there you go you wanted, to, you wanted to talk about it yeah i did um do you think justin fields would be in varsity blues three if we ask him <laughs> <sighs> maybe i don't know he's got to play himself you know he comes and gives a motivational talk to the team or something Uh, I bet we could get Tommy DeVito from the New York Giants' agent to be in Varsity Blues 3. Hell yeah, Sean (laughs) Stellano. He'd be all over that. I wonder if Sean Stellano would be interested in in producing Varsity Blues 3 with me. (laughs) Calling you out, Sean. Probably. Varsity Blues 3. Make it happen. It's about the NIL. It's about you. I think I saw a thing on him on Facebook where he visited De La Salle High School. He did, and yeah. gave like a Beca- speech. Because he got inducted here in Chicago into the Italian-American is- Sports oh, Hall of Fame. Oh, okay. So that was so true. He was then. in They're- town. Yeah. Oh, they put him in the Italian-American Sports Hall of Fame. Okay. It just so happened that they were going to put him in, I think maybe anyway, but uh, when... Uh, was he? Yeah, I was going to say, was he qualified or is this a PR stunt? I don't know. Who cares? Yeah, you know, like yeah. uh, they, you know, he's an Italian American, and he achieved prominent fame as this agent. All of a sudden, and he, and he, you know, and he came in. Why? Because he wore a fedora on national television. That's right, sir. <laughs> okay, that's right, sir. And he happened to be very good with James Vanderbeek's father. They were <laughs> old chums and football. James Vanderbeek's father in Varsity Blues was like in his. <laughs> Early 50s. That got to be like 80 <laughs> now, maybe. Like so in his mid 70s. The actor? Who played Vanderbeek's father? Thought Van, I thought we were talking about Barcy Blues 3 being Vanderbeek's son, and Sorbo I, I, is like, oh no, it's Sorbo's son, and Vanderbeek was some sort of a coach, along with Vincent from Shred. Dude, you lost me now. It's over. You've lost me on the whole story idea. The idea was t- <laughs> that anytime I say Vanderbeek during the program, we go down a crazy crazy oh. wormhole about Varsity Blues 3. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Sorry. No, you there's nothing to be sorry about. Yeah. I think the story
1: lies
0: is, is that. You can't stop, can you? You can't stop doing the laugh. No. The guy who laughs while he's talking is good. Like, is it interesting? Career. You're never going to believe what I meant to be. I find myself doing that on this program lately. Yeah, because you start people start laughing when they talk to someone who starts laughing before they even say what they were laughing about, right? Thank you, you philosopher Billy. Is that I wonder if that human a thing. nature loves it. Human nature loves to see a guy who's already laughing talking to them, and it, yeah, because they're like, is something funny coming out of his mouth? The anticipation is fun. You mm-hmm. know? Thomas Francis Duffy, born November 9th, nineteen fifty-five, is an American actor. He has appeared as the sadistic rapist Charles Wilson in Death Wish Two. Okay. (laughs) The paleontologist, Dr. Robert, he plays a lot of Dr. Robert Burke in The Lost World Jurassic Park. Oh, that's a little more mainstream. And as the football-loving dad in Varsity Blues. Is he the football-loving dad, though? When he goes, fire that effing pigskin. Yes, Thomas. You know, I mean, is, is he really that loving in that scene? <laughs> yeah, he's, well, he's passionate. And he doesn't like the fact that his son might go to Brown University and then he's, you know, not going to play football. I mean, that's not a really Brash. loving father. You know what I like about you, son? You read too much. <laughs> <laughs> Put that book down and fire that ball. Yeah. But um, That was the subtext of the script, you know? Yeah. Football good, reading bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe with, that's the subtitle of football Varsity Football good, <laughs> reading bad. Varsity Blues 3, football good, reading bad. <laughs> 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 yeah, sure, why not? Hell yeah. Everyone's like, sweet, I want to watch this. <laughs> Starting James Manning, me, Jim Harbaugh, uh, Thomas F. Duffy, Kevin Sorbo. Vince Sant. Vince Sant. <laughs> Susan Powder. Susan Powder. <laughs> Paula Cole. Xena Warrior Princess. Lucy Lawless. I know. What a Dude, cast. It's the best movie that's ever been made. Yeah. Ever. Coming 2024. Or Happy New Year. Yes, Absolutely. Football, good. Books, bad. Well, yeah, maybe next week I, I'll i be able to make some sort of a report on my uh, my sore body. You know, I'll be like, I'm so sore. Oh, after yeah. you've been to the gym? I'm seeing a lot of people posting on Facebook about how upset. These are but I also regular want... gym people who are I, now upset. I, I, I agree. I want to wait until it kind of dies down. I, I like If you went into a Planet Fitness right now, you'd be like, ah, you know, everyone's there. Hmm. But give it. A couple of weeks and then they'll die off, and then you can go back in there and see what you can do. Yeah, I think if you're single and and, and you're looking, a Planet Fitness right now would be prime time. <laughs> you know, well, what would it be? Well, I think like you know, like the guys who work out regularly there and they like like wonder what the new crop's gonna look like <laughs> this year. You know, <laughs> like. Is anyone going to make it through? Is anyone going to finish out and, and become that dream self? I think that the one thing that people get mad about when they're in gyms in the New Year is the etiquette, gym etiquette. There's always people okay, that yeah. come in, and that guy's not wiping down. Please the Please wipe the machine down. You know, yeah, he's, he's rightfully taking, so. He's taking too long on the machine. It's like, hey, man, you can't hog the machine for 45 minutes. Like, get get your 15 reps on and get off. You know, right. He's taking pictures of himself. Mike has, yeah, the pictures of yourself everybody's doing that now like you said the photo op for New Year's put your dress on so we could take a picture and then like my daughter did that she got all dolled up to go over to her friend's house for a sleepover mm-hmm. she was like oh we're only doing it for pictures and then we're all gonna put the sweats on you know and I was like what the hell yeah just wear the sweats nobody cares you know people all care I guess yeah it's, it's all trying... an illusion it's all an illusion Kevin Sorbo it's all an illusion thank you it's all an illusion reading bad <laughs> football good <laughs> oh that's the fu- reading bad football football good reading bad it's all an illusion varsity blues three yeah there is no two <laughs> we skipped right to three <laughs> sure why don't they do that more like because then the audience would be like because oh, if you just put out varsity blues two people would be like eh. but if you put off varsity blues three and campaigned on the fact that there is no part two <laughs> Right. People be going, now that's interesting. Yeah. Like, they what made are we supposed to think of? Ha- three of a movie where there isn't a part two that exists. What How's th- that going to work? What were they supposed to think What happened in it. two? Oh, you, part two's for your imagination. Right, exactly. <laughs> you decide what happened in part two after you see part three. Yeah, at the beginning of our at the beginning of Varsity Blues 3, it says Welcome to Varsity Blues 2 and it blacks out and there's a 4 second wait and then it just opens up with Varsity Blues 3. <laughs> <laughs> like you saw part 2. It says it says really bad, football good. Oh, how about it's that? all an illusion. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, it starts out with a kid and he's waiting for the football and he catches the football and the camera's on him and he just gets obliterated and knocked out and it goes to black and then it just says varsity blues two and then it opens up and it just says varsity blues three. <laughs> 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 Saw the whole movie. It was one play. And ZZ Top <laughs> ZZ Top kicks in. <laughs> oh, oh, you, you know, We got to call ZZ and see if they're interested. <laughs> they're a Texas band. Oh, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. I like them. Give Me All Your and opens yeah. up, you know? Yeah. Son, who you French is that? It's in the trailers, too, you know? Yeah, all, all of it. Yeah. I love it. Varsity Blues 3. I hope the studios are listening. That's us hit. the week, dude. I know. We came through it. We ran through it fast. Yeah. I had a good time. Another yeah. silly episode. Yes, it was. Happy uh, New Year. Yep. Yeah. want to thank our listeners again. And if you've enjoyed this last hour, go to hibernianradio.org. Or you can go to iTunes and search for Huli's Huli Hooly Show. Or you can go on YouTube now. and right. Look for Huli's Huli Hooly Show there. Yep. Uh, thank the sponsors again. That's Fox's Pizza out in Orland Park in Mokina. Mm-hmm. Flood Brothers Disposal. Madden Funds and Guinness Irish Stout. Until next week. See you later. Bye.